Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share good times, bad times, and the best of times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again. Let TC and Wilkie show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. Electronic walkabout. Hello, this is your host TC, and together with Wilkie, we welcome you to another episode of eWalkabout, a podcast where we talk about the important things in life. During tonight's trek, we talk about how much music really is a fabric in our lives. It closes us with songs in so many different ways. It brought us up in the world and shows up at all our events. It is one of the true triggers in life, letting us relive memories, if only for a few seconds. Well, it's that time again this week to do another podcast, Wilkie, and I think the listeners are really going to enjoy where we're going to take them on this track. We're going to talk about music and what it's done to our lives and what it does to everybody's lives and kind of share our experiences. But but before we go there, it's time for a good news story. TC, how are you doing today? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I got a good news story. It, um, it actually happened a couple of weeks ago, and I was involved in it, so I just I just like talking about this stuff. So we put on a free football camp for for the youth in in Chilliwack here, and it was open from kids ages five to twelve. Free camp that we volunteer our time out to go, and you know you go through the older ones, the ten, eleven, twelve year olds. That's fine. They're doing their thing, and you've ran into these kids already before because they're at flag. And so, I tell you, when the five year olds and the six year olds come through your station. I just had a blast with them. And, you know, I've told you my thoughts on coaching lately. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to coach for, if I'm done this year or next year or whatever, or in four years after my nephew is done. But watching these five-year-olds and six-year-olds just try their hearts out, running patterns, trying to catch the football, and they're just trying so hard, smiles on their faces. I'm just high-fiving them and I tell you, that three hours was the best three hours I had in a long time on the football field. It was fantastic. I just loved it. I just loved it. Well, thanks for sharing yeah. that. And it sounds to me like it was such an adrenaline rush to you in such a positive way. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, because sports are dying. To see all those kids, 70, 80 kids out there on the field and these five, six-year-olds going, oh, I want to try, let's try it. And it was fantastic. It was a good day, it's, especially that age. Like, it's just you don't see that with the older ones anymore. And perhaps a little foreshadowing for one of our future shows that we are going to talk about how important volunteering is in our communities, right. mainly because of our youth and what it what it does for them, but more so in this case, what it's done for you over that last that last weekend where yeah. you spent that time. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, music. What's your earliest memory <sighs> of music and how kind of started to play a part in your life? You know, I'm really excited we're talking about music, and I know it's different than what we've been talking about over the last eight weeks, eight eight episodes. I just love music. I love listening to music. When I put her in the yard, I have the music, the radio on all day, the apps, Apple Music or whatever I have. I just, I love it. Anyways, the earliest memories for me is, I remember my mom and dad had this nice stereo, and they'd always have CFMI on when we lived on the island over in Victoria. They always have CFMI on, so they are always constantly playing, you know, the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Zeppelin, all that stuff. And that's what I grew up listening to. And you're a kid and you're watching your parents grow up and go, wow, they really like this. So I go, I want to listen. So I started listening to music and my mom played John Cougar Mellencamp, 
driving down the road, screaming at the top of her lungs, you know. For me, that was those are my earliest memories, and it's it's I look back at fondly because it just music just brings everything together in my mind. Brings everything together, and when we say everything, um, in my mind, just listening to you, it brings family together. And uh, as much as you had your roots in rock and roll, my roots were really in country and western. My right. dad uh, grew up on the prairies, and of course, being a prairie boy, what did you listen to? You listened to country and western. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up in the classics of country and western, and uh, as I started to get older, somehow that rock started to slip into right. yeah, my life, for sure. and, yeah. it's, and, it, and it does things to you, right? So, oh, yeah. So you're you're listening to rock and roll. You're going to school every day. Um, are your friends listening to that same kind of music? What is it that uh, they're listening to? Well, it's funny because you know you you when you're a kid you have so many different influences. You have your parents, and you have, even as an eight year old at school you have influence of the music, hockey teams, baseball teams. And when I was listening, like I could talk music all day because I just I just love it. it I, you know, when I'm sitting around drinking beer, we just argue about music, and it's fantastic. I love it. Anyways, sorry, I spitballed there. So when it evolves there, like, you have these guys, oh, the, did you hear that song by Def Leppard on the radio? I'm like, well, who's Def Leppard? I don't know. I was eight years old when Pyromania came out. I heard the, what other songs on the radio, and that was the first record I ever bought was Def Leppard's Pyromania. And full circle, I just went and bought it again last year. Did you? I, I bought a new record player. But that was my first... You know, my music tastes evolved from there as a kid. They go from, from you know, the Beatles, which will always be my favorite band. But you go through the Beatles, you go through the rock and roll. Like, I still remember when I was 10 years old. My uncle put in a cassette tape of, of Van Halen saying, you got to listen to this. It just went from there. And then Eric Clapton, Layla, and when he came out with Journeyman, and rap changed. And I started listening to rap back in when I was a teenager. And then it just keeps evolving. Like, it keeps evolving. I, I never liked country music. Well, Garth Brooks hit, started listening to country music. Yeah, it's just, sorry, it, it's, it's evolved already. Like, I'll listen to anything. I'll give anything a try. But just to be clear, it's not the music that's evolving. It's you that's evolving because you're listening to different music and, and you're kind of opening up, I'll just say, your ears yeah. to listen to those yeah. different genres because they offer yeah. different things, right? Yeah. Different things. Exactly. Exactly. So, and and for me, um, as I already mentioned, uh, and and I and I still love to listen to country, mm -hmm. not so much western anymore, just country today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, I remember when I got my first car. And what do you do with your first car? You you get this stereo, the stereo that when you crank it, <laughs> boom, 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 right? So you have at least So so the the thing about it is this is that that. You get the stereo, but you gotta buy the music. It's exactly. not like today where it's yeah, you got this, you get this yeah. download or that download. Yeah. You actually had to buy music to plug into that stereo. Yeah. So with my paycheck, there was a lot of money that went into that music, so I could slip that music into the yeah. that stereo. So when I was driving down the road and the sun was shining, it was something that that really you know starts to bring back memories, right? Yeah. So, but there was a funny thing that happened when I was listening to a cassette. Yeah. It was an Eagles live cassette. 
And it started, I can't remember what the song was, but my dad was singing along and I'm thinking, okay, well, you, you, you think your parents are just like, and I said, yeah. I said, dad, yeah, you like the Eagles. He said, oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, as that's one of those things that even, even up until the point where he was, you know, wasn't doing so well uh, with his health that, that we could still relate music wise, yeah. music wise. Cause we, we talked about the Eagles and, exactly. and how, and how that happens. And it was, yeah. it was that bond. Not that me and dad needed a bond, but it was just one more thing that brought us closer together. Exactly. Yeah. That's just, that's what music does. Like when the tragically hip came out and locked in the trunk of a car came out from fully and completely. I didn't know you liked the hip, but <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah. So it's, it's crazy. What, like I thought he would just stay back in the dark ages where I was listening to. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it does so many things that music, it, it relaxes you when, at those times where you're feeling really, really tense when you're working out, it, yeah. it gets you motivated. It pumps you up. Yeah. It tugs at your emotional strengths. Let's yeah. put it this way. Yeah. Right? So, no, I, I agree. Like, especially running, you, you want to put something, something upbeat, fast in there, get you going. You don't want to listen to all by myself while you're going for a, a jog, but you're right. Like it just tugs everywhere, tugs on every emotion. Like you need to pick me up, you put it in, or if you want to stay sad, you put on something sad and it just music's the Doobie brothers were right. Music is the doctor. Music is the doctor. Yeah. Music is the doctor. I love music. I just, like I said, I just love, I, I can have music on 24 hours a day. So what is the first thing I do when I get up in the morning? Music. Exactly. What am I going to listen to? It could be 80s rock. It yeah. could be today's country. It could be anything. It's yeah. just one of those things that, that, that puts you in that, that place, that right frame of mind to move forward with your day. Yeah. And you're never in the mood for the same thing, even though I can listen to Beatles at all times, right? But you always oh, let me listen to this today. Let me listen to this today. That's why you make the playlist now. Now they're playlists. They're not mixtapes. Mixtapes were a lot more harder to make. Playlist now, you just boom, boom, boom. You cover all bases in one play playlist, and you'll make everybody happy at least once. At least once, right? When do you think music became personal to you that really had more of an influence on your life? It's like anything else. Like for me, it was just. You were listening to it, having fun with it, but then I guess either I got serious or the music did. And I think where I'm going with this is the lyrics, because yeah. depending on the song, if you start reading the lyrics and understanding, it's not just it's not just the 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 guitars, the pianos, the bass guitar. Yeah, it's actually listening to the words that are being sung and asking some some pointed questions. What do those lyrics mean? And well, that's the thing. I I probably didn't pay attention really to lyrics until my mid twenties, right? Hey Jude was my favorite Beatles song forever, and then once I hit thirty, it changed it in my life. That changed. That's gonna be my funeral song. I just love what that song is about. And Hey Jude is a catchier tune and it's a great tune. Paul McCartney writing about John Lennon's kid, but in my life, it's, you know, it just talks about the places you remember, right? And all the friends in your life and your loved ones in your life. And that song has become very personal to me. My favorite song in the world is Piano Man, but I think in my life would be fitting for, you know, other things like that, right? It, it just, it gets you. It gets you. And because the listeners 
won't be able to see this, but I can tell you're actually getting emotional thinking about that song. Yeah. And that and that, that really hits home as to what right. we're talking about. Because if if I were to, and we're going to talk about music as triggers, and triggers, let's talk about triggers in a positive way. Like They, they bring back good memories. And if you listen to some, some artists, and I think about uh, Kenny Chesney right now, he has a song that he put out some years ago, and it's I think I believe it's called "I Go Back." So he talks about Jack and Diane. He talks yeah. about Billy Joel. He yeah. talks about this and how each one of those songs brings him back to a point in his life that that is a yeah. positive memory, right? Yeah. So if there was one song over and above any of the songs you mentioned already, what do you think is a is a is a trigger for you? Well, I'll go with the happy trigger. And for me, it'd be American Pie. Because when we were, when me and my friends were all growing up, we all started getting married. And that's the song that everybody would request at everybody's weddings, right? Or we'd sing it at the campfire. Or like, you know, 10, 15 of us just sing the song super loud. It's a fond memory. There's a song called The Joker by Steve Miller Band. And my mom told me this story years ago. I came home, hey, I just heard a song. It's really good. I think I was 16, 15. She's like, oh my God. When you were in the womb, I used to play that song with the headphones on my belly. I'm like, that's a pretty cool story. You know, that ended up being one of my favorite songs of all time, too. It's just those memories. Like when my mom told me that, I was like, okay, well, now I'm a Steve Miller fan for sure. Hey, who's got good music? But yeah, it's just those ones are, are really big memories for me. Like when you come to memories of music and how music changed, well, think of those eight weeks in 1991 when... Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Chili Peppers, Soundgarden, and there's one more. I know there's five. In eight weeks, they all released albums that are probably five of the greatest albums, top 100 or top 50 albums of all time. Right? In eight weeks, music changed. With, just just with, like that. Just like that. And then that grunge period really, really took off. Right? It was coming. That changed the landscape for the 90s for how music was, for sure, right? And that, I look back on that because I was early 90s. So 1990, I was 16. So that shaped my, wow. my teenage years going into adulthood. And look where you are today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to share a, a trigger song with the listeners. And it I'll, I'll call it happy in the end because it it... it, it it will be. It was in 1998. My dad only had a few days left uh, on this on this planet with us, and uh, we got the call that if, if you want to see dad, you better come now. Right? And this was like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I get in the vehicle, start it up, and there's this song that starts blasting out. Kansas, "Carry On Wayward Son," and there was a lyric or lyrics in that song that you know. There will be peace when you are done. Yeah. Carry on. So what what that said to me, it was okay for my dad to leave. So leave the world onto wherever the next next stage and, and wherever we're gonna go after, after yeah. planet Earth. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, all the time I hear that song, it makes me think of my dad. And so that's kind of a nice thing, but it was kind of a sad thing at the same time. But it's just that song and it doesn't doesn't matter and and you can be walking through a mall, you could be in a store, 
and all of a sudden, it doesn't matter how long, how loud that music is playing, you you hear it, you would hear it, and that trigger happens. Oh, yeah. I was at the grocery store the other day, saw my love go on. Yeah. But but that's that's the thing, and that's what that's what music does to us, and it, yeah. and it it helps us to to get through the rough times and the happy times in lives, and exactly, and it's I we, I think we just call it, need to call it a gift because that's yeah. what it is, right? So yeah, yeah, the, whoever came up with music was great because now we got all these musical talents that just shaped us. I guess. Shaped us. Yeah, I guess. You and will continue to shape us. Oh, for sure, because there's going to be more music coming out. Yeah. You know, even some of the new stuff's pretty good. I don't want to sound like a dinosaur, but one of my favorite bands right now is Mumford & Sons. They're fantastic. Some in concert. Great. And that's the other thing, too. Like, you have you have to be open to listening to different genres. Yeah, for sure. Except, except I'm going to, just myself, except for classical music, I cannot go there. No, I appreciate it. Like, I appreciate what that is. But if I can listen to Take It Easy, I'm going to. Instead of... Absolutely. So I, I want you to just share with our, our, our listeners this, and I'll do the same thing. Do you remember your first concert? How old were you? Where was it? Uh, what, what was the band or bands? Because depending on what it was, sometimes there was like five or six bands at one concert, right? So. I don't remember the opener for this, but in ni- November of 1991, and speaking of 1991, going back to those tapes, it was Guns N' Roses, Illusions 1 and 2, and Metallica came out with the Black Album, whatever, self-titled. Anyway, sorry. Uh, November 1991, I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Wow. Yeah. So it was good. You know, I always liked Tom Petty, and then I liked him even more after that. Yeah. It, it's too bad that he, he left us well before his prime, I would think. He yeah. had a lot of music left at yeah. him, right? He so. did. Like, he was he was so good. He was still making great music. And, you know, yeah, he was just fantastic. You know, I saw a video. I think he's on with... George Harrison, Jeff Lynn, and Prince doing my while my guitar gently weeps. Yes, yes. It might have been after George Harrison passed. Sorry. So it was Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, Prince, and probably a number of other guys. So all those guys you mentioned right now are they still with us? I don't think they are. Are they? No. No. Jeff Lynn might be still. I'm not sure if he is or not, but uh, if he is, I apologize. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff Lynn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that's yeah. phenomenal because yeah. they're all yeah. doing. Well, my guitar gently weeps, and then Little Prince comes out and does the solo for a few minutes. I'm just, what the hell is this? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, concert. Yeah, like, so how about you for concerts? Well, it was uh, Toronto in the Headpins, and it was in Kelowna. Oh. In Kelowna, right? So that's, but you don't hear so much Toronto anymore as you do the Headpins, and, and yeah. they, they sing that, that, don't it make you feel like dancing song? And it just, it it always gets you up and going and yeah. makes, you, makes you feel like dancing, of course, yeah. right? But I used to be so cheap. No, I'm not going to this concert. I went to a few. And then the concert prices started uh, filling up and going more and more and more. And then when Paul Carney came in 2012, yeah. I was going no matter what. I was going no matter what the price was. And I'm glad I did. I saved the ticket. You, you've seen it, the poster with the ticket in it. Oh, yeah, that's what I have over here with, with John Cooter. Yeah. 
or John Mellencamp, as he's called today, yeah. right? So, yeah. He'll always be John Cougar to me. That's right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just concerts are, are great. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Uh, there's a funny story about Tim McGraw, right? So we had backstage passes to Tim McGraw. Yeah. My wife and I, right? So it's there's probably about 10 of us, and he's uh, uh, just up on this little stage, and, like, he is so close. Uh-huh. And I'm standing uh, behind my wife, and he's singing one of his classical country songs and I'm singing along and my wife she looks at me like I'm here to listen to Tim <laughs> and I thought to myself I think Tim is okay with me singing he's pretty happy <laughs> he's pretty happy yeah. right? so and, and he did shake my hand too he said nice singing Paul oh good yeah yeah well, no, he should he not <laughs> he should but that guy, mm-hmm. that guy is is ultra talent. He's got a brand new song out. It's called Standing Room Only. Oh, yeah. And he thinks it's gonna be one of his next big songs. Anyway, oh, really? I looked at the video, pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. But yeah, and that that guy's been around for how many years and he's still pumping out great music. So I mean and and you, you look at the different bands around and I'll I'll pick on the Eagles a little bit because their band members have changed over time, and it's not an uncommon thing with bands, yeah. and they evolve as well. Their sounds change. I mean, good example of that is Journey. Yeah. Yeah, right? They, they have a new lead singer. They have a new lead singer. Yeah. And they did not want to be that rock and roll band that had the the ballads. Yeah. They, they wanted to be hardcore rock and roll, and look where they are. Exactly. Don't stop believing, right? So, <laughs> yeah, so. No, yeah, like... Um, it's just when you talk music, like it can go anywhere for me. When Alanis Morissette came out with her album Jagged Little Pill, it, it blew my mind. It was just like the '90s. I like, going back to the '90s because music was just so big then, right? You had the '60s beat, uh, British Invasion, and then you had all the copycats to the '70s. Then you got that crappy disco, and that faded off because Bruce Springsteen saved us all from disco, and then. You got through the 80s, which was the hair bands, which was fantastic. And then the 90s just blew my mind. Blew my mind. And now I listen to Taylor Swift because I recognize talent. <laughs> She's, you know. She she does have talent. I, me- I remember the first time I saw Taylor, Taylor Swift and she was still doing the country stuff. And yeah. I, went, I was at a Brad Paisley concert and she was... Opening yeah. up for Brad Paisley, uh, and then she switched gears, went over to the other genre, right? Yeah, but she's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So, what, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, Alanis Morissette. You talk about lyrics. No. If yeah, we're not gonna talk about her lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, no one was paying attention to those lyrics. No. And it, and if you were to think about Brian Adams' lyrics, like, the summer of '69. Yeah. Is it about 1969? No, he's got his first real six string. Yes, that's right. <laughs> At the five and dime. Right? Yeah, that's what it's about. Right? Yeah. So, do you know where that music video was filmed? No. Beautiful downtown show. Oh, really? Yeah. If you look at that music video, and, it, and there's the scene with the driving. Yeah. It's all painted white, but you can see Chilliwack. Oh. Yeah. I have to look at that. You have to look at that. Yeah. People are going to look at that. Really? Uh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Now that you look back and you listen to the lyrics and, oh, okay, that's what they're talking about. That's what they're talking about. Oh, okay. And, and they're actually just talking about their lives. Yeah. And and putting some music behind it. Yeah. Uh, like breakups do wonders for musicians, right? Think about this. 
Taylor Swift and Alanis Morissette make music about their ex-boyfriends. Stevie Nicks did it to her ex-husband while in the band still. <laughs> Wrote songs about how much of a dirtbag Lindsey Buckingham was, right? And they were fantastic. Fantastic. Wilkie, if I were to take two steps back, and we're, we've been talking about music for a few minutes now, but if, if I simply ask the question, what is it about music that you think has that influence that really shapes us into who we are? Well, it shapes us because, like, what we were talking about earlier with the memories, like, oh, my mom and dad, they love this kind of music. I like the same kind of music. We talked about... Um, Van Halen changed my life when it came when my uncle put that cassette tape in. I became a huge Van Halen fan. Uh, when you understood what Layla meant, he was just singing about a girl he loved, his best friend's girl. The car sang about that too. <laughs> but Eric Clapton was singing about that, and how the 90s changed, and then how you listen to music now as an adult. Like, music just shapes us in that way. Like, I'm more sensitive now. There's a couple songs, and I mentioned this to you earlier, how these two songs shape me as a dad and how much I miss my son is uh, Brad Paisley's Anything Like Me and Luke Combs' Even Though I'm Leaving. It's about having a boy. And those two songs, I don't make it through each song without having a tear in my eye by the end of it or literally bawling. That just It just shapes how we are as friends, lovers, parents, everything. Um, yeah, before I get too emotional. Well, you know, and the thing about it, it sounds like timing is everything, even when it comes to that song. And it's, I don't know whether it's the, that we're waiting for that, that our ears to open up to that song for that, yeah. that for that song to have that impact on us, or yeah. is it simply just some kind of karma with the song and what's going on in our lives? Yeah. The two come together and right away it begins to shape us in some way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It just, yeah, it just shapes us and just gives us those fond memories and those good times at barbecues and family events. And it's just great road trips, your road trip mix, right? It's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it puts you in those moods. Like it can bring you up, tear you down, and bring you back up again. And I just love music. I wish I could play an instrument. Oh, you know what? I do have an instrument that I want to play. I mentioned it to someone two weeks ago. I have an alt sax. Oh, yeah. When I truly retire, that's that's one of my one of my dreams to pick up the yeah. alto sax. Yeah. Because there's a couple of songs that just kind of like I just love the sax in the songs. One's um, Baker Street by the Rafferty Brothers. Well, that's pretty good, but I couldn't go there. But I was, I was thinking Sad Cafe by, by oh, the Eagles. Yeah. And then um, Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Oh, yeah. The Saxon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But it's, it, and it's, sometimes it's even just that, that instrument, that, that tone of that instrument that kind of takes you to that place, right? Piano man. Right. Piano man. Yeah. And I love listening to piano in, in songs. It just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just love it. I just love those guys pounding those keys. You know, you know, the funny thing about it is, I mean, um, I've been on the planet a little bit longer than you, not too much longer than you, but I will tell you this, that, that truly when it comes to music, there are so many doors that I haven't opened yet oh, that I know. Sure. And, and I don't think there's enough time 
in this world for each of us to open all those doors to truly appreciate what that music has to offer. Right. But I do have, and I won't call it a bucket list, but I do have one thing I do want to do music-wise, and that's really immerse myself in the blues. Right. I remember a few years back, I went into a, I'll call it a, a blues club, blues bar, and just sat there and listened to it. Yeah. And had that, that emotional effect just by that music. Nice. So if you can imagine... And I'd love to go to uh, St. Louis and really, truly get drunk on those blues. And I don't, yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean liquor. Yeah. Just get drunk on those blues and take yeah. it in and see what it does to me, right? So It's the same thing when you, for me when, when I go to an Irish pub and they have live bands. Like, I don't hit a playlist for Celtic music or stuff like that. But when I'm seeing live, like, there's a band called Piper Down there, uh, Oxford Police Officers, they... I, I know them well. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. They're fantastic. Yeah. I've went and seen them a few times. And just like, you get that vibe and that that's a good time vibe. It is a good time. Usually, yeah. because you're having such a good time, you have a few too many beers. And you have a really good time. But <laughs> that's another story. That's another story for another podcast. Yeah. Wilkie, speaking about music, there's that music again. It's, it's, it's time for us to, to say, say good night, say see you later. To our listeners, just a few things to leave our listeners with, uh, specific to music, because I really had a lot of fun talking about music. Today. I love it. I love it. Well, we might even do this again sometime. Yeah. We might, and we're going to kind of do the same thing with books now and again. But yeah. like tonight, I think because music is such a broad topic, we might just grab a song mm-hmm. and talk about the lyrics and that song just for fun. See what it takes. That's really cool. But specific to what tonight has to offer, just just know how music influences you and and use it to your advantage. It's a great equalizer of your mind. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Music brings friends, families together, and will always continue to make precious memories. We talked about the lyrics upside down and backwards tonight. Take them from a personal, take some time and listen to the lyrics, read the lyrics, and make them mean something to you. Don't be afraid to listen to as many genres as you can. It's your group to find. Thanks for joining us tonight, listeners. I, and I just want you to remember one thing. Take advantage of the moment before the moment takes advantage of you. To learn more about eWalkabout, please visit us at eWalkabout.ca.